just open up your mouth and just thank him. I don't know if you can feel the presence of God, if you can experience his presence. Just open up your mouth and just give him all the glory. Every time we are gathered is an opportunity to experience him and to be changed and to be transformed. Holy Spirit, you are welcome into this arena. We thank you because you are here in your power. You are here in your glory. We ask for transformation. We ask for change. May our lives never remain the same because we are in your presence. Father, we surrender everything to you. Blessed be to your holy name. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Somebody give Jesus a big hand. You can have your seat. is good and all the time thank you choir God bless you I know that God wants to speak to each and every one of us one thing that I believe God wants me to do in this season is to give you the word that will take you all through your life. You know, I've been doing a lot of re-evaluation personally trying to understand the generation that we are in and then the word God has for this generation. Because the truth of the matter is this, at the end of the day, we will answer to everything happening this side. The question is, are you ready? Are you ready? How far do you want to go with God? How deep do you want to go with God? What is the level of glory that you want to see at work in your life? These are questions that we must ask ourselves. Do you want to just be another believer, part of the number? Or do you want to stand out in this generation and make impact? Do you want to leave this earth? And after you've left, people will keep talking about the things the impact, the glory? Or do you want to just leave and after one 
month, you are forgotten. I want us to understand that there is something deeper than just living on earth. There is something more important than just being successful. There is something deeper than just having a great business. There is an eternal value given to every man and we must pursue to fulfill that value. I believe to an extent I have experienced a level of success at least academically or business wise. And I can tell you comfortably that maybe if you are looking at yourself now, you believe that when you get to a certain level or stage in your life, you will feel fulfilled. There is no fulfillment outside of God. There is no fulfillment outside of God. I've sat with many successful people and I, one thing I do, ask them. I say, are you fulfilled? They say, no. Sometimes they interpret it to be that they need to gather more to be fulfilled. But the more you gather, the more, the less fulfilled you, you feel. Money will never fulfill what destiny will fulfill in your life. Success will not as well. Maybe some of us will not understand this message today until probably in the next five years or ten years. But I want you to understand something, friends. As much as we are created to enjoy life. There is something much more. And if you must stand out in this generation, there is a place. There is a principle. There is something that if you do, though you appear like others, but you will get a different result. Though you are in the same North Cyprus, but you will get a different result. When people look at you, they will know that you are different. Not just about how you speak or what you've attained, but when people look at you, they will see the value of the kingdom at work in your life. And there is this scripture that I want to use as a foundation. If you go to Matthew chapter 16, Matthew 16 and verse 24, Jesus said to them, unto his disciples, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me, follow me. He said, if any man will come after me. I believe that we are all saved here. But I want you to understand that not everybody follows after Jesus. And I tell you the truth, the, the value of life is in the degree at which you follow Christ. When people look at you, can they see Christ in you? What are the results? Where are the fruits? It is simply beyond what we are pursuing today. It is the fruit, the value system, what you can offer to this messed up world 
the impact you can bring when people come in contact with you. What is your value system? What is your level of impact? And Jesus made something very clear. He said, look, if you want to follow me, there, there are conditions, there are principles. It's not just something you claim and say, I follow Christ. There are principles that guide it. He said, if you must follow me, if you desire to come after me, there are things you must do. One, he said, let him deny himself. This does not mean you just going to the place of prayer and saying, Lord, I deny myself today in the name of Jesus. You know, many times when you say to people, you know, when you read the word of God, to people because they don't have understanding they believe everything is just go to the place of prayer and say Lord I deny myself today it is far beyond that what does it mean to deny yourself if you look at the word deny it means you simply put yourself lower than something you lose the desire. There are certain desires that we have that are all personal desires. For example, if I ask a question here, how many of you desire to settle down in Northern Cyprus when you finish or go back to Africa when you finish? It's like saying how many of you want to enter into a course? Because not many will say, ah, I want to settle down here. Or I want to go back to Africa and help develop Africa. Especially Nigeria. Not many people will want to take that as a responsibility. As a kingdom. You see how people are smiling. But if I raise a prayer point and say there are 50 persons here. And the Lord has opened the door of U.S. and Canada. Come and drop offering. You'll be shocked. People will be claiming it. Claiming for their family. Claiming for their brother. So when you gather all these things together, you will see that as much as we claim we deny ourselves, there are desires desires that, you know, fire our decisions in life that are simply desires that we, you know, created ourselves and there is no God in it. And Jesus said here, yeah, look, if you must follow me, you must learn how to deny yourself. That means if you can't deny yourself, you can't follow me effectively. Please, I want us to follow. Somebody asked me, how come you've been in North Cyprus for 13 years? I said, I'm not a fool. I know that U.S. is better economically. I know there are better opportunities for me out there. I know there are nations, governments asking me to come and help them do this or do that. But if I am still here, it's simply this. If you must follow, you do what? You deny yourself. I love to do those things, but I have to deny myself. So it's not just a prayer. You don't wake up and say, Lord, I deny myself. They are expressed through desires. Your ability to allow the will of God to prevail over your life. Can I tell you, it's not easy. But, you see this realm, where men can give up their desires for God's own will, this is where weaknesses are exchanged for power and anointing. It's not just prayer. It's not just going to the place of prayer and say, Lord, give me a nation. Lord, give me this. When you want to truly follow God, God will make a demand on certain things. 
that connotes you denying yourself. And I really want to speak to us today because maybe this message is not for you today, but tomorrow probably it will be your message. There will be a point in your life, heaven will make a demand. It will no more be about you, it will be about him. And I'm going to show you how these things, you know, happen in our daily lives. And Jesus made it clear. He said, look, if you want to follow me, you have to do two things. You have to deny yourself. So we are focusing on denying yourself. Deny yourself. How? How can I deny myself so that I can follow him effectively? So I can be connected to the highways of the things of the glory. So that I can make more impact. You know, when we talk about denying yourself, the lowest dimension of denying yourself is fasting. You know, you wake up in the morning, you want to eat serious eba. You want to eat real food and then suddenly you, you realize you needed to or you need to fast. That is denying yourself. You are denying yourself something. There is something that makes you that your DNA enjoys eba. You wake up in the morning, all you need to eat is swallow. I was in Nigeria and I met a friend of mine. He came to visit me in the hotel and then early in the morning. And then I said to him, what do you want to eat? He said, Eba. And I said to him, ah, eight o'clock. He said, ah, sir, if I don't start my day with Eba. The day has not started. And I asked him, I said, How then do you run your day when you need to fast? He says, I don't know. The last time I, I fasted, I can't even remember. Because my day starts with Eba. Now, imagine telling that person to deny himself for three days and fast is a big challenge. There cannot be any true denial there. Can I tell you the truth? If you must follow God, especially in this time, denial is inevitable. Paul said, it's no longer I that live. That's denial. It's no longer I that lives. That means if you are counting on Paul, Paul died. So the day God encountered Saul, he changed him to Paul. So Saul dies at some point. Giving up things for the sake of your relationship with God is key to make an impact, not prayer. Not prayer. Until you are ready to exchange certain things that normally, this is your realm of existence. This is your realm of comfort. And that's why the Bible made us understand that Jesus exchanged his own divinity for humanity so that he could achieve we must come to a generation because life is about exchange anything you want now you can exchange it for something Anything you want now. Depending on how 
how, you know, how determined you are to get that thing. It's just some people, they get so determined that they can exchange anything to be successful in life. Including their soul. Galatians 2.20 Paul said he said I am crucified with Christ nevertheless I live yet not I but Christ I now live in the flesh I live by faith so to run very quick tonight or this afternoon how can I deny myself? Life is about denial. You know, some days God will make a demand on you and you'll be wondering, is he wicked? But he's just watching to see how far you can go. When it comes to denying yourself. Let me show you some things in scriptures. Mark chapter 8 verse 34. Mark 8 34. I just want to use two witnesses to confirm a matter. Mark 8.34 I read from KJV it said and when sorry from NIV he said when he had called the people unto him with his disciples also he said unto them whatsoever will, whosoever will come after me let him deny himself take up his cross and follow me now let's break it down on how we deny ourselves and this is something you need to do daily we are not talking about carrying your cross that one will be heavy for some people carry your cross <laughs> do you know that nations every nation you enter will give you a, a special kind of cross the challenge you face there will be different But we are not talking about carrying cross here. We are talking about denying yourself. Go to Mark chapter 10. If you go to Mark chapter 10 and verse, let's see verse 18. Mark 10 verse 18. And Jesus said unto him, Why callest thou me good? There is none good but one, and that is God. Verse 19. Thou knowest the commandments, do not commit adultery, do not kill, do not bear false witness, defraud not, honor thy father and thy mother. Verse 20, and he answered and said unto him, Master, all these have I observed from my youth. So Jesus, you know, spoke with someone and he said, look, you have to keep all the Ten Commandments, keep everything. The same way we believe that when we keep everything, everything is fine. So long I am not gossiping like them, I'm better than them. So long I'm not doing this. And they are all great. Jesus said to him, keep all these commandments. And then he said, well, all these things I've observed from, the, from day one. Now watch this, verse 21. And Jesus said unto him, go to, you are going back. And Jesus said, and Jesus beholding him, loved him and said unto him, One thing thou lackest. Look at your neighbor and say, One thing thou lackest. What is that? Go thy way and what? And sell whatsoever thou hast and give it to the poor, and thou shalt have treasure in heaven. And then come, take up your what? cross. So you can see denying yourself came first and then you take up your cross. So giving up these things is not taking up the cross. 
Is somebody getting it? Because Jesus said, if you must follow me, you need to deny yourself. Then take up your cross. And then follow me. Now, he's talking about taking up cross. That means deny, that means all the previous instruction is under denying yourself. Now, watch this. And he was, and he was sad at that saying and went away grieved. For he had great possession. One way your ability to deny yourself is known is how much you are willing to release, give. You know, I told somebody something. I said, giving has always been one yastic of the kingdom to show how much you are selfless when it comes to giving. Now, if you have clothes, many of us, we have many clothes. You have special clothes, expensive ones. You don't throw them around in the house. You keep them in a special place. Church clothes and stuff like that. You know, you keep them in a special place. And then you are asked to give out your clothes. You know where you start. Somebody, you know, uh, came to my house and said, I need a clothes. So I said to the person, okay, come with me. We entered my room and I opened my own. I said, take anything. And then he went straight to one side. I said, no, not that side. Not that side at all. Don't go, don't go there. He said, boss, you say, take anything I want. And I'm going, with, I said, don't go to that side. Focus on this side. He says, I need from this side. I said, your eyes are. It means that, listen, and at the end of the day, I ended up giving him from the side because I know he was making a demand on my self-denial. I needed to deny because I love those things. Now, denying yourself is simply this. When you can let go of things you naturally like or love. So there will always be a demand. And this is why you need to understand why many people can let go maybe of relationship or maybe let go of something. Because <laughs> that relationship is far more valuable. Even when they know it's wrong for them, they can't let it go. They can't deny themselves. They will begin to think, how can I be single? How can I wake up and not have somebody to talk to? How can I go to sleep and not have somebody to say, I hope your day is well? I mean... I know my friends, this and this, this and this. People are, I mean, it becomes a big challenge. When even they know this is a limitation to their ability to follow God. So the denying of self. He said, keep all the commandments. The young man said, uh -uh, I've been an expert in this since the time I was young. And Jesus said, he loved him. But he said, one thing is remaining. It's time now to deny yourself. And the young man went home sad because he had so many things. So, though he was keeping all the commandments, going to church, there is no real followership. Because real followership only comes when we are able to deny ourselves. I remember last year, I, I got a, a very serious job in New Zealand. And very serious one. And I was very excited. I said, God has done it. Until I went to the map and calculated how long from North Cyprus to New Zealand. Almost 18 hours, if not 20 hours. And then I started calculating. How do I come to Cyprus, not Cyprus, to minister? Okay, if I say I want to minister, come and minister twice every month, for example. How do I go 20 hours? Going, coming, going, coming. While I was, you know, thinking about it, I heard God laughing. <laughs> you know, sometimes God will give you, allow opportunity to come to you. And then he will sit like this watching you to see what you would do. Serious cash. 
And I called them and said, I can't take the offer. Inside of me, he's saying, take it. You've done your best. Take it. I said, I can't take the offer. They said, are you sure? I said, yes. He said, we'll, we'll offer you better. I said, no, I can't take it. And only when I said, I can't take it, and ended the matter that God said, yes. Well done. You've denied yourself here. Listen. It's not every fine man and fine woman that passes your way. It's an opportunity to be in a relationship. Some of them. <laughs> some of them is just a test. To see if you can keep denying yourself. I've met an awesome young man, but. I want to show us some things today. Because this following Jesus is not a lip service. You are in the choir and you want to minister effectively. There are things you must deny yourself. Somebody saw me jogging, doing exercise at the field down there. And the person greeted me, he says, I saw you do exercise. I says, <laughs> what is it? He says, I said, wow, we do exercise now. He said, you are running like this. I said, I'm running like this. He said, what for now, sir? I said, for my health. He said, I'm anointed, sir. And then he went further to tell me, I can't be this disciplined, no, to be coming every evening. To, to jog. If you must remain healthy, you must deny yourself. Everything you want to achieve is about sacrifice. It's about sacrifice. It's about sacrifice. If your belly is like this, it's a sacrifice. It's a sacrifice. We need to start talking about health. Did you notice how I came here? When I came, I just walked straight. And I, I came here. So I didn't observe anybody who is extra. So I said, let me add this one in the preaching. If you want to walk in anointing, there is a price. There is a denying yourself daily. How many of you, you are a footballer or you're a former footballer? How do you... Sometimes I wonder, why are they always running? I had footballer uh, roommates then, like nine years ago, ten years ago. Every morning, all of them are out running. And I'm like, you don't have a club. Calm down. <laughs> but they're always running. Pa, 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 pa. And I asked one of them, why? why? He said, because we need to get ready. This is a price we'll pay. You deny yourself. That's why it is easy today we celebrate success, but we don't know the price. Done in the secret. For the success. If you're a footballer here and you're still believing God, I pray that clubs will look for you this year. Not in North Cyprus. And we're going to pray today. I just want to show you some things. Now, let's look at another level of denying yourself. Look at what Paul said in Philippians chapter 3 and verse 8. Philippians 3 verse 8. He said, Yea, doubtless I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things and do count them but dung that I may win Christ 
said, the things that I, I used to know, I release them. So that I will gain the knowledge. So we need to grow to that point where we are willing to give up lower knowledge dimension. To gain a higher knowledge. I, I, I just love this scripture. If you want to gain Christ. If you want to follow him effectively, there are things you must do. And one of them is to deny yourself. And now look at the promise of Jesus. Luke 18. Luke 18 verse 28. Look at what he said. Luke 18 28. He said, then Peter said unto him, lo, we have left all. Watch this. We have left all and followed thee. We have left all. And Jesus said unto them, Verily I say unto you, There is no man that has left house, parents, brethren, wife, children, for the kingdom of God's sake, who shall not receive manifold more. Where? In this present time, in the world to come, life everlasting. So, anything you give up, you get it in manifold returns. Not when you get to heaven. Here. 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 I remember the first time somebody called me and said, I, I, I have a house at the back of my house, two-bedroom bungalow. He said, I want to give it to you. And I said, glory be to God. This happened like 10 years ago, 9 years ago. I said, glory be to the Lord. As I was rejoicing that day, God said, this one is going to somebody. As you receive it, give it out. I said, now so. Every demon speaking to me in the name of Jesus, I rebuke you. I didn't do that though, for maybe six months. One day, the way, you know, when I don't listen, there's a way God speaks. And I said, oh, this one. He said, yeah. He said, give it to a woman that was that, a woman like that. I, I've, not, I've not been in touch with her for a long time now. He said, go and give it to that woman. And I called the woman. And I said to the woman, God said, I should give you this house. You don't have a house. And she said, yes. And she, and she took that. And for three years, nobody offered me house. I remember one day, maybe two years later, I said, I said, I didn't hear well. Please, I'm bringing you into a knowledge. Four years later, I don't want to share. But God does not just look at what you gave. He looks at your attitude after you gave. Some of us immediately we give up something. We go to God and say, you see, it's like we, we, we've bribed you. Oh yeah, you must walk. You, you see the offering I gave today in church. If God didn't act after one week, you are, in, <laughs> you are upset with God. Look at what he said. If you gave up houses, you'll get it back. Now, and in the world to come. It's just somebody read this scripture. I came to me and said, how come? You know, even some Bible used the word, uh, if you gave up, uh, you mentioned a lot of stuff. And he said, do you mean that you will gain them back in this world and in the world to come? And he said, he said oh, maybe the house is not, it's a spiritual house. I said, no. If you have the spiritual house in the first place, you don't need to give it up. He said, he will give you now and in the world to come. That means the day you enter heaven and you want mansion, as you desire it, you see it there. He said, a man that encountered into heaven says something that, you know, that shocked me. He said, he said, when I got there, any desire you have manifested immediately. 
in an instant. He said, I've, I've always loved houses that are near river and water and stuff like that. He said, when I got into heaven and they took me to the house and I saw angels building my house, it was near water. He said, every desire you have, they are met. So, nobody's telling you to give up things so that you suffer. No. Once you are able to deny yourself, anything you deny yourself of, I tell you of the truth, you will get them back in manifold dimensions. Ten years later or five years later, after the New Zealand or uh, sorry because it, it's, it's clicking with the US I got, the Canada I got uh, let me just leave all those things after one year and I was so I mean if you walk close very close to me like the leaders they will tell you the past one year has been somehow for me because it's a very strong season of making decisions. Why people are rejoicing when great things happen, they don't know it's a serious decision making for me because I have to be careful. Is this God? Should I step out? Because normally speaking, it's a great opportunity. But spiritually speaking, I have to be careful. Because anybody can just wake up and leave. I can't wake up and just walk out like that. There is a call. There is a mandate. Suddenly, I got a message from the, the, the UK government. And I said, oh, there is an idea we saw. Can you come and present it to us? We, I presented it. The next thing, you know, I, sh I shared that thing briefly and I removed it. I was supposed to get at least not less than 12,000 uh, New Zealand dollars a month and it was some I said, it's great to start from there and then the UK owned came and after that they came to me and said okay we are going to take 15% equity from you I, do, I hope you know only you know what equity is right so what they mean is they give you some money to develop the business but they take a percentage from the company and they said, we give you one million pounds for 15% equity. And I'm still sitting and thinking, should I? Should I not? And I'm, I start calculating. Sometimes I want to say, ah, I beg. Now me carry, carry. I'm telling you the truth. But one thing God taught me in all these things that if you give if you give up one he gives you seven you are willing to give up seven he gives you 14 this is the system of God anything you prove to him that is not above his will for your life he will keep supplying you that's has been the system of God do you know why many will pray for them to be rich they never get rich in this kingdom because God knows their heart. The day that money comes, they won't see them in church. The day that money comes, wickedness will come out. Some are very humble today because of situation. Situational humility. The day money comes into their pocket, you know how wicked they are. So God keeps checking your heart. Can I tell you the truth? If you are here today and you want God to lift you up, it's time to lose every desire for things. If it's material things, houses, all this, lose the desire for them. I'm telling you the secret to this thing. Don't, and God will test you. Come, come. God will, let me tell you, because I want to be real with you. God will give you $100, for example. And God will take that $100 from you by omission or commission. 
how? Maybe he will tell you to give somebody. Or challenges will come and that money will go. Then God will watch to see your reaction. Now you can't go to church because of that. Now you cannot pray because of that. That, that money has become a God to you. And so long this money, that money you lost is still making you like this. It's a challenge for you. Let me tell you something. I was doing business, you know, uh, you know, all this Bitcoin and stuff like that. And I made a mistake. And wired $11,000 to somebody. Fake account. Money left. I said, with the anointing, I made this kind of mistake. And I was supposed to minister. It happened on a Saturday. I was supposed to meet on a Sunday. That Sunday morning, I said, Lord, if you are, you are there, and I lost this kind of money. I'm not. <laughs> I could feel him looking at me. He's just watching to see how I respond to it. You lost $11,000 so. And that is the attitude of God. So, will that now stop you from doing the work of God? Will that now take your joy away from you? And I just woke up that morning and I said, Lord, you bring it. Glory be to God. I prepared my message. I came that day and I preached on faith. So that all the devil in hell will hear and see that. Huh? Listen, in this kingdom, we don't lose anything. That's why the Bible says he will restore to you the years the locusts and the canker worm has eaten. If you have the right attitude, you don't lose out. It's impossible. It's impossible. So God is constantly watching you. You don't have a car yet. Every time your friend will drive by, that's the time to lament. You open the book of lamentation. And God is watching you. God is watching you. Your attitude. These are things you can't give up. But one day, you suddenly say, I beg. I don't know if you've wanted something in your life so desperately. It didn't come. After you've come to a point, you say, I beg. Let me forget about it. Then it happened. That's how God treats us. Once you lose that, but once you are pursuing it, you are pursuing it. God knows you. promise and the promise in the world and what happened when I forgot about it by the time I got home that evening to pre after preaching I got home that evening I received a message sir do you have BTC I said yes he said I want to send you $10,000 that was it at least it, it, it consoled me 11 minus 10 so what I lost now is one. I just, you know, I know this God to the point that it doesn't matter anymore. It doesn't matter. Have a relationship to the point you can give up anything. Anything. A brother, friend of mine, said something. He said, before I got married, I used to love how to, you know, love to play games and stuff. But immediately I got married, sir. I gave up game for my wife's sake. Because the first time I played, the second time I played, I saw her sitting with so one place like this. Doing like this and tears were going. He said, do you marry me to be playing game? I ended the matter. Why? He could give up playing game for the sake of the wife. God is asking you tonight or this afternoon, what can you give up in order to follow me more effectively? Anybody that says to you, we rise overnight in this kingdom is joking with you. 
your faithfulness to God must be tested. Your faith in God must be tested. It's, let nobody deceive you. Let nobody deceive you. It must be tested. Our prayer this afternoon will be this. Lord, give me the grace and the capacity to deny the things that I need to deny in order to gather and know you and follow you even much more. This should be our prayer. Open your mouth and pray that prayer. Thank you. Please pray that prayer from your heart. I don't know that thing you've been struggling to give them up maybe an addiction maybe a certain relationship I don't know what that thing is that thing that hinders you from receiving a greater measure I want you to ask God to help you now I surrender surrender to him. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Everything I give, everything, join me as we worship him. With hope, 